Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So the story I had to lead in with you about what happened in South America, have you been following that story? Yes. Tens of millions of people left in the dark. Power was out for 14 hours. They're not sure exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you what my guess is. Some nation is experimenting with hacking and shutting down power grids. That's my guess. Fully agree. You think so? Absolutely, yes. Yep. It's the shapest thing that's to come. And that is another unfortunate part of all of this scenario, the hacking possibilities of just shutting down the power grid by getting into it. The I was given the honor two months ago by the FBI to attend a conference uh, down east, down by Raleigh, um, about 150 agents, whose primary task is related to cybersecurity issues. And, George, I'm actually feeling a little bit of optimism. And times in the past, you and I have talked, and it's been like, is anybody doing anything? And we were both lamenting, no. Right. Well, FBI and others, I got another one I could tell you about later, uh, they're taking it seriously. In fact, the deputy director of the FBI actually said to the audience, if we do not do our job, read Fortune's book, because you're going to find out how your families are going to be living the day after. Did you wake them up? Maybe hopefully through us, but it was you that did this. But did they finally say... We've heard about William Forstchen. We've read his books. This is real stuff. Uh, I don't want to wrap hubris around myself and say it was me. It was. It's been a lot of people. It's George. How many people do you reach? You know, with your program, and we've been talking about that for years. Yep. Uh, Doctor Peter Pry and the Commission. Uh, a couple of members of Congress who are on top of things like Mark Meadows. Well, you got Peter Pry on our program, and well, uh, he's been Peter on Pry's several times. Peter Pry's one that got me into the subject, and I mean, that guy's the godfather, in yep. my opinion. How close are we to legislation, first of all, William, of getting uh, this done? Finally, finally, finally. The former president put out some executive order related to CME that was to use another acronym, pure BS, all right? Uh, the current president, Trump, put out, I think you and I even talked about it mm-hmm. briefly, back in March, he put out a really powerful executive order ordering various branches of government to respond within 90 to 120 days to start setting up initial plans. So, I mean, they're not actually out there hard-hatting it yet and doing the things that are necessary. But I do know somebody in the administration, and it's the president is taking this very seriously. The problem is Congress is gridlocked. On everything. On everything. Yeah. You have the snake chasing its tail. While the real stuff that needs to be taken care of is being ignored, and this is one of the biggest. They need to look at what happened in South America last weekend and oh say, gosh, yeah. this could be us. Here's our wake-up call. Thank God we didn't get hit, but we need to fix this and fix this right now because this is real. Well, now, whether somebody hacked them or something else happened, who knows at this point. But the f- looks- the, the part is, it, it went down. It looks like a hack. I think uh, so, too. 
well, let's go to American territory. Puerto Rico is American territory, and it's been almost two years. There are still parts of Puerto Rico without electricity. Because of the hurricanes? Yes. Yeah. And the bureaucrat- bureaucratic stupidity, blundering, arrogance. Remember the mayor of San Juan denouncing the president and, you know, you're not helping us while stacked up behind her. Remember, we're hundreds of FEMA boxes. They got most of the grid back up. It's been mostly an uh, Army uh, project, the engineering department. And then it went back down again. I mean, if you're going to live in the hurricane zone, build to deal with hurricanes. Puerto Rico got wiped out. They're still not fully functional. William Fortune with us. His latest book is called 48 Hours. He's got uh, several others that uh, are all very important on this subject. William, let's start with EMP, first of all. Explain what that is and how it could be dangerous to the grid. Well, let's go to EMP 101. You got it. Uh, Okay. Electromagnetic pulse. It is produced by detonating a relatively low-yield nuclear weapon. You don't need some megabomb. Uh, something around 50 to 100K, which is small, <laughs> horrible as it is. I mean, Hiroshima was about 12 to 15K. Detonate that 250 miles above the Earth's atmosphere. The electrostatic discharge cascades down to the Earth's surface from the detonation of the bomb, intensifying as it's traveling at the speed of light. Hits the Earth's surface, and all of the hundreds of millions of miles of wiring out there instantly get hit with an electrical overload. It blows the grid offline. It overloads, particularly your high transmission lines, those aluminum towers with those big lines. They're gone. They are literally exploding off the pylons. We're without power. Estimates from within the industry, industry in a DOJ report, excuse me, DOE report, indicate 80% of our power grid would still be offline after five years. Five years, and how many people could die after that? I attended a conference some years ago of people who work in the industry, I mean, experts on this issue. And there was a team there that was running down what happens to us. And the estimated casualty rate in America would be close on to 90 percent. 90% of the whole. And, and just so folks know, you don't die from the direct no. EMP. No. You die from the ancillary things that happen without having electricity. Well, let's, let's go to what I would call high, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs in an EMP. Instantly, your water supply is gone. Uh, any major city, you lose your pumping facilities, you've lost That's clean water. Your, your banking system is down. Everything is down. Within sanitation is down. The Stores, the food stores are down. Ah, um, I was just looking something up the other day on that, that you know, your major markets all have heavy-duty backup uh, generators built into them because if they lose, if they totally, totally lose power, uh, after X amount of time, any food requiring refrigeration or freezing is condemned. Yep. 
we're, we're talking millions of dollars in just one big supermarket. In the panic, in the, you know, I know when a local meteorologist in a city says, we're going to have a big snowstorm tomorrow, folks. People hit the stores. The shelves are empty. It's unbelievable because they can't stock it fast enough. And that's just with a weather alert. Uh, down here in the south, it's two inches of snow. <laughs> the Same thing. Around the, it, it, it's, it's, I actually chuckle over that, but if the game's real, your supermarkets are going to not just be lines of people buying bread. It's going to be mobs. Snatching anything they can grab. First, of course, to go will be bottled water, uh, baby food, things like that. And then the whole place just starts. Yeah, and, exactly. And ha- how does the market sell it? They can't. All the market can do at that point would just simply be open the doors. Now, who is capable at this point of launching an EMP attack against us? Oh, gee, people who know how to blow up uh, oil freighters. Mm-hmm. Whoever they may be. Whoever they may be, I, George, aren't you appalled that the the e, people in the EU are saying, "Well, you really haven't proven that Iran did it." We talked about that last night with Jerry Corsi. Um, there's mm-hmm. there's there's two fronts on that. One is okay. we don't want another Gulf of Tonkin episode, no, or, or a false flag. I mean, there there are people that want us in a war with Iran. Uh, there is no question about it. And they could be players in this situation to speed things up a little bit. I'm not so sure Iran would be this stupid to do this. Well, there's an old saying about never underestimate stupidity, therefore uh, you'll never be disappointed. Um, but in terms of who could do it today, um, is South Korea capable of doing something like launching uh, an EMP attack? Oh, North Korea has been capable for North Korea, right. years. And I, I remember yet again, you and I were talking, oh, it must have been about a year ago, when uh, North Koreans had put out a video showing the United States being EMP'd. Uh, That's right. Well, and Kim was laughing about it. And they're all laughing about it. Look at the panic in Hawaii. We're for about five minutes, it looked real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, take shelter. And what was everybody doing? Running around. Yeah. Uh, China, take China and Russia off the map directly because of what's known as MAD, Mutual Assured Destruction. Exactly. The they launch, paradigm. we launch. Just like that. Yeah. You get us, we get you. You got a nut job in North Korea. I mean, this. did you see where this guy threw some, uh, some general, um, ticked them off, so he threw them into a tank? Loaded with piranhas? Uh, he has done that to people who have fallen asleep at his meetings. Uh, the latest, which apparently is not true, uh, was that uh, those involved in his meeting with President Trump, uh, because the meeting didn't go well for either party, he had them executed, his staff. Uh, apparently, that's not true. But who knows what this guy is capable of doing? Oh, he kills people with mortars, uh, throwing them to tigers. Uh, now, you put a nuclear weapon into that person's hands, that's something to worry about. Yeah, because, again, you don't know how suicidal these people are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm convinced the pilot of that missing MH370 plane that went down with 200-plus people, I think the pilot tanked that plane. I think he committed suicide. 
So what if you have that kind of a person as a leader of a country? A very good analysis on that incident in Atlantic Magazine, which can get online. Um, Very, very good study. And yeah, uh, the plane crash a couple of years ago in the French Alps, same thing. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I'm depressed. My girlfriend left me. I'll ram the, the, the plane into the mountain. Well, the so, insanity in his family. And what about a rogue nation that puts a missile on a boat and, yeah, yeah. you know, comes down under the Pacific Ocean, gets as close as they can to us, and launches it into the atmosphere? i got to reemphasize, George, to those listening, this is real-world scenarios. George and I are not just... We're not making this up. We're not making this up. This is in... Very authoritative reports, uh, the congressional studies of 04, 08, and the most recent one, all have speculation, not speculation, scenarios. You can take a Scud missile, load it on a container ship, wander around a little bit, get within a couple hundred miles of the coast, very low tech, point it up, launch it, and if you want, you can blow the ship up afterwards so there's no fingerprints. And 10 minutes later, you and I are back a thousand years. Yep, absolutely. This is real stuff. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.